Welcome to Season 2 of Living Fullness, a podcast where two friends explore what it means to live out the Christian life. My name is Dina Constantine. And my name is Father Sean Burns. And every week, we look more closely at deepening friendships, intentional relationships, growth in virtue, and nurturing our spiritual lives. We hope by sharing our learning, reflections, and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Living Fullness. How are you going, Padre? Well, thank you, Stina. How about yourself? I am doing well now. <laughs> now? Now? What about now? What, what about I've before? been crook. Oh, no. <laughs> Again. Oh, it's just catching and it's not the Rona. I just keep catching everything else. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Colds and flus. And yeah. This is bad cold season, though. It's a yes, bad cold season. It's true. I mean, yeah. that, that happens when you <laughs> when the world goes into lockdown for two years. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's it doesn't right. get anything. That's right. <laughs> My sister yeah. is like, oh, bug. <laughs> oh, not friendly bug. <laughs> no, no, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so I'm much better now. I'm what glad, have you been up to? Uh, I've just been prepping for um, semester two of, uh, of teaching at the seminary, so uh, teaching missiology this semester. What's that? It's the theology of missing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I almost would have believed uh, you. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's the uh, it's the theology of, of the church's mission. Uh, ah, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yep, <so laughs> yeah, cool. So yeah, yeah. But uh, so, what are we talking about today? Yeah. So this episode, we are talking about a particular virtue, and um, we're talking about the virtue of prudence. And we're actually going to talk about, specifically within prudence, we're going to talk about good judgment. And this particular episode will cover four elements that sort of um, uh, are factors or break down what it means to have um, and exercise good judgment. Cool, cool. All right, so first of all, what is the virtue of prudence? Well, it is the cause and the measure of all the virtues. And uh, so prudence is, is the virtue that uses practical reason to discern what's good and to choose the right ways to achieve this particular good. So it's, it's a way of sort of concretely going about achieving the good. Uh, it actually helps us to understand not only what is good, but how to achieve that good in a good fashion. Uh, so it, that's, that's a lot of goods. There's a lot of goods. There's a lot of goods. But that, that's 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 what prudence is about. Prudence is about helping us to see uh, what is good in a situation and how to achieve that good in a good way. Um, so uh, it, it's and, and we actually call prudence the charioteer of the virtues. Mm. It sounds very fancy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, prudence prudence actually sounds like a fancy virtue, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds, it has yeah. a certain like class. It, it about does. It. it does. I am the charioteer of the virtues. It's like when all the other virtues are like, man, you're taken down if a peg, dude. If only. Uh, but, <laughs> I, you're not as cool as you think, prudent. No, um, so but we need you because we don't know yeah, where we're right, going without right. you. Um, so anyway, um, uh, the uh, the charioteer of the virtues. Why? Because it directs all the other virtues. Uh, and a good example is like a horse and a cart. The cardinal virtue of prudence is the charioteer of that horse and cart. So it's it's the driver that moderates and guides all the other uh, cardinal virtues of justice, fortitude, temperance, um, which are like the horses of the horse and cart. Um, it's, it's essential in the life of a Christian. It takes prudence to decide a career path, 
after school, it takes prudence to decide whether you ask someone out on a date or to define the relationship that you might have with someone a bit further or to end a relationship. It takes prudence to plan your next holiday. <laughs> it takes prudence to discern your vocation. Uh, and and, and we're, we've actually got a whole bunch more material about prudence mm. that hasn't made it into this episode of the podcast, but you will find that material in our show notes. So make sure to go and have a look at the show notes to catch up with that material. Yeah. Yeah. So diving a little bit further then into good judgment, which is a component of prudence, um, we want to talk about in this episode four components to good judgment. That being um, having sort of like a, a true memory. Um, uh, there's a docility and an, or an openness. And then being able to see a situation clearly in the here and now. And then timeliness as well. So those are the four things that we're going to go to. So the first one being true to true to being memory. So essentially what that's saying is that we have the ability to see what's transpired in the past for what it actually is. So that includes all of our desires, our passions, our thoughts, our actions, and to see them with true humility. So by that I mean not like the false humility of where we, you know, make up excuses for our behaviour. Um or make ourselves out to be like the victim of the circumstance or the situation. Uh, it's also not the false kind of humility where we beat ourselves up about everything, every mm. thought and emotion and decision that we made in the past. Nor is it about having like a false sense of humility where we put ourselves on a pedestal. Like that, none of those are true humility. Um, where we actually find true humility is in honest truth. So sure. being able to look at what were the strengths of whatever transpired in the past, what were our weaknesses, be yeah. honest about that. So it's making an honest assessment of the past and then using the past to learn from them. Awesome. And this is actually a really important aspect of prudence because let's say that, um, that a person makes an imprudent or a sinful choice. And, and, and that choice or sinful action is one that they've been struggling with for some time. Now, knowing the pitfalls of the past enables someone to make battle strategies for the future saying okay this didn't work out what am i going to do differently next time who am i going to call what am i going to do what circumstances am i going to place myself in so just as an example if i struggle with gossip it's helpful for me to become aware of who do i gossip around um, what feelings or difficulties might lead me to gossip? For example, do I gossip about someone when I'm feeling inadequate or down? Um, knowing these things can help me to be battle-ready for the next temptation to gossip. When I'm around people that I gossip with, I can be on my guard that I don't fall into gossip. I can make a conscious choice to leave a conversation that, that devolves into gossip. Uh, I can check my own emotional state and, and realise that I might be prone to talking uncharitably about someone today because of a, a particular emotion that I've identified that typically has led me in an unregulated way to talk, to talk about somebody. Um, so it, knowing that I can make a resolution that on that day I'm going to catch myself if I, if I wind up gossiping and I'm going to stop immediately. You know, so knowing, examining the past can help us to form battle plans for the future. Mm, yeah. And there's a few other elements in there that you've used as well, which we'll continue to have the conversation around, but that emphasis being on the importance of past history right. and the education that it provides, the information, the knowledge that it provides to be able to make 
a good judgment, right. and a decisive du- judgment, an actual decision in that judgment, yeah, yeah. an action. What were my follows. emotions at the time where this happened last? Yeah. Who was I around the last time that this happened? Yeah. Like these are the things we need that's to find. That's the assessment. Yeah, that's yeah, the assessment. yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So then if we move on to the second sec- section, factor, component, whatever you would like to call it, um, and that's openness and docility. So it's essentially being able to reach out for information. You know, that could be reaching out into the depths of our faith tradition, learning, you know, through scripture, what do we already know about, you know, God's word on this particular matter and how does that inform us? Um, It's also being able to be open to learn from others as well, particularly those that are wiser than us. And you may find that there will be specific people in your life who will be able to speak to certain areas of your life um, and you can have different ones for different areas um, so this this is the perfect space where we can receive counsel and mentorship um, from others which is such such a gift to be able to have and because if we think about like the gift of faith which in and of itself is a gift then it, it I think it also gives us a sense of responsibility and gives us further reason to seek out counsel and mentoring when it comes to our relationship with God, that that not be something that falls aside. Like, you know, when we make financial decisions, we seek financial advice. So let's do that with our relationship with God in different elements of our spiritual lives as well. Um, I certainly know that in my own life, you know, one of the greatest gifts that I have is the gift of friendship that I have but one of the other great gifts that I have in my life is mentorship yeah. I have different people who speak into different areas um, of my life and I'm very um, conscious about seeking the right person out so sometimes that means I have conversations with people and go mm, it wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be okay maybe yeah. maybe not the right person sure. but sure. for different seasons and for different areas of my life yeah. um, being able to seek them out and just watching how much how much they can give. Like they, there's so much, so much that I can receive from them. Wise. Yeah, yeah. So God often speaks through others in our lives, as you've just, you've just pointed that out. You know, God speaks through others in our lives. And, and part of docility is a willingness to hear God in those who challenge some of our less helpful habits. Um, should someone we trust offer some wisdom around an aspect of our lives, we have a number of options. I can choose to ignore this this advice on the basis that, well, I know better. Or, well, who are they to tell me? Mm-hmm. You know? um, but we ought to remember the lack of prudence the Galileans had when our Lord went back to his hometown and they're all like, hey, we know who he is. We know yeah. where he comes from. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, well, you know, they didn't allow themselves to hear the voice of God. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when people challenge us or when people encourage us, because sometimes we're, we're, we're resistant to encouragement every bit as we're, as we're resistant to, uh, uh, to, to, to challenge. Uh, so when we're challenged or encouraged, we need to listen. You know, we don't always have to act. Again, prudence helps us to discern our actions in the face of advice given. But we're bound to listen and to listen for the voice of God. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Then we have the third uh, component, which is clarity and clarity in the present. Mm. So it's about being able to see uh, what is happening in the here and now and, again, with honesty 
and to not be clouded by our passions, our desires, our wishful thinking even. Sometimes we can get into the space of calling it, you know, dreaming, which is good. It's good to have dreams and goals, but mm, some of it's not sure. constructive dreaming. Some of it can, can become um, wishful thinking that's not rooted in reality. Yes. Um, so for an example, a prudent person knows the difference between, you know, going out with someone who seems to have a lot of fun and you're attracted to the way that they might seek out, you know, adventure and they might entice you to be more adventurous, you know, get out of your comfort zone. Um, and, you know, let's face it, you probably find them really good looking too, so you're physically attracted to them. And having the clarity to see that, that you actually have a physical attraction to them, that all your emotions and passions are there, that there's really strong chemistry between the two of you, like that's all really good, mm. really good clarity in the present stuff. Along with that, though, you might also find out that actually some of their be- behaviour that's adventurous is actually more like risk-taking behaviour. And some of their lifestyle choices are actually in direct opposition to the values that you might hold. And their constant calling out to adventure seems to draw you further and further away from your interior solitude. Mm. That also is part of being honest about what's going on in the present and having clarity around who you truly are, who you see they are and what impact they're having on you. That's the raw material, the information that we're collating in the here and now that helps us decide what to do moving forward. Yeah. And, and what you're describing really takes a great deal of self-knowledge, you know. And it, it takes an un- it, it takes an understanding of our own emotions, what they're doing. And so, in seeking clarity in the present, it can be useful to do an examination of consciousness, not an examination of conscience, which is also very good to do, uh, but an examination of consciousness and examine where what's going on for me, what's happening in my emotions right now, uh, what am I hearing, what are my thoughts surrounding this thing. What do I feel about what I've heard? What do I feel about what's been done? What do I feel about what I'm doing? What do I think about what I'm doing? And then importantly, why does that feeling or thought exist? Because it's, 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 it's a fairly useless affair merely to acknowledge the existence of emotions and thoughts. <laughs> uh, acknowledging them is good, uh, but we're not meant to lead from emotion. We're meant to lead from reason. Reason guides the emotions. So I need to be able to understand well, what's going on with this emotion. Why is it here? What's happening with that? Um, and, and being able then to name, well, actually, I feel really uncomfortable about that person's behavior. That's what that emotion is. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fear or you know, insert emotion here about this person's behavior. And although, as you are saying, I'm physically attracted to them or I'm, there's a great deal of chemistry between us, their behaviour by their risk-taking or by whatever it is, it's actually not sitting well with me at all and it seems to go against some values that I hold. That's why I'm feeling what I'm feeling. So reason helps us to understand the emotions that we're experiencing. Yeah. Uh, and that just takes self-knowledge. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Just yeah. self-knowledge takes... Yeah, yeah, well, well, <laughs> just, yes. just is probably not the good a good word, but it takes self-knowledge. It does, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely, yeah. which can be trained up. But yes, yes, yes absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And part of what you were saying there too about, you know, being able to take those moments to not only acknowledge what's going on, but, you know, pray and think about what you're feeling, your thoughts, your desires, where are they coming from, why are they here, what is my need? You know, part of that in the modern space is what we also call mindfulness right now. Like, Yes. Yes. Which is, 
you know, not a very new concept, really. <laughs> this is no. this has been around for a long time. No, just no. take on a new face, and, and it just needs to to in its present state, it just needs a bit of purification. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, I think that takes us to the last component of um, good judgment, which is timeliness. So we, it's all well and good to have, you know, clarity and being able to learn from the past and being able to weigh these things up and being open to advice, but we can't sit in that space forever. We've got to make a decision and we have to do it in a timely manner. It can't drag on forever. So once we have the clarity that we need, we have the information that we have, we need to make a prompt decision because virtue doesn't wait for the next moment to love. Virtue loves in the here and now. Like it takes this moment. So a timely decision could be something like, you know, whether you decide, actually, I don't have enough information. I actually do need to get to know this person a little bit more before I have more information to decide what's going on. Or maybe you've decided you've gathered enough information and you figured out, yeah, I can see where this relationship will go long term. Or maybe it's a, no, actually, I can't see this going on any further. So then I need to decide, well, what do I do from here then? Now that I know that, what is the most virtuous, most loving decision that I can make with good judgment based on what I know now? What can I do that saves both me and the other person time and energy? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and and I also point that this is important in regards um, to aspects of our Christian lives. Firstly, vocational discernment. Um, I can remember I had a, um, a man that I was working with as a vocations director and um, – it was very difficult to get him to make a decision going to whether, whether or not he was going to go to the seminary and, mm. and, and sort of the discernment had mm. had the, the 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 sort of the prayer the information gathering all of that had had been done and I can remember saying to him are you coming to the seminary and he goes I, I think I probably am and my response was you either are <laughs> or you aren't and now <laughs> is the time you make that decision and he goes all right, I guess I'm coming. To <laughs> All right. All right. Oh. Here's the paperwork. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm patient with the man up to oh, a point. Of course. I'm patient of with course. it, but, but then there has to come a point where it's like, no, this is yeah. it. This is it. You have to make a decision at That's some right. point. That's right. And, and, and obviously and if you have enough, like a close enough relationship with yeah, that person, yeah, exactly. you can, you can exactly. put a boundary you can, you can around that, that time. Say, this is it. This is, this is the time yeah. to make a decision. And if the decision is no, that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's okay. Absolutely. But, but one way or the other, we need to make a decision yeah. here because going on perpetually in this yeah. is not helpful for anyone. And it's also okay to make a decision of no and be firm in that decision. Yes. And then later on revisit that decision. If absolutely. Something, if some new information comes absolutely. up, like that's exactly you've right. still made a decision. That's exactly <laughs> right. And in making that decision, you've paved a way forward. Yes. You know, um, so... Um, uh, and the, the other place in our, in our lives, Christian lives, where, where timeliness is important is in the moral life. Mm. Uh, so just using sexual purity as an example, if someone struggles with a sin against the sixth commandment um, and the person can kind of tell the temptation is likely coming, that's the time to act. Yes. Like the, the, the time to act is when you know, okay, I, I, I know these feelings, I know that I'm a bit down, I know that I'm... I'm uh, you know, I, I know the sort of feeling that I might have before a temptation to impurity comes. So this now is the time that I have to act in order to fortify my life right now. 
You know, not when the temptation is at its strongest, not when it's arrived, because generally speaking, that's it's it's too late. The battle the battle is already lost at that point. It's it's so important for that moment. For, the battle for, for that moment. Yes, the is battle lost. for that the battle mm. for that moment is lost. That's mm. right. That's right. Not definitively. The, mm. the, the mm. war goes on, mm. uh, but that battle is a is has already been decided at that point. Mm. Uh, so it's important that we actually jump in early. Uh, that we actually make a timely decision of no now now is the time that I act. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah. Awesome. Hmm. Well, that so takes we us to the end of that one. Yes, to the so end of this, this episode. There's prudence for you and in particular good judgment. Yes. And the yeah. four components that are helpful in making any form of decision yeah. that you might have to, mm. particularly for the things that are a bit tricky, especially when emotions get involved. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah absolutely. Whether that be vocation-wise, relationship-wise, yeah. like all that stuff is very tricky. Yeah. Yep, totally, so, totally. Yeah. We hope that there was something there that was useful or interesting. Mm. Let mm. us know. Please. As always, jump over to our socials and let us know via those or come and talk to us in person. We love having chats with you guys about what you're picking up. Mm. Absolutely. The podcast. Absolutely. So we, before we end the episode, a truth, beauty and goodness, Padre. Yeah. So this evening, I am going to my brother-in-law's citizenship ceremony. Yes. Right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So How exciting. It's very exciting. It is. It's very exciting. So he's uh, uh, he's becoming a citizen today and uh, I think I think by now he actually might already be a citizen. Uh, oh, it happened during the day. Yeah, it happened during the day. So we're, we're actually having a, a bit of a... Celebration. Yeah. A pub meal <laughs> as a Australian celebration oh, of course. So <laughs> Anything more Australian than that, that would be a meat pie. Out of that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I, I did recommend that, but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, no, so so we're going to, to head off to a pub and yeah, awesome. have a meal and a couple of beers and and um, and it's, it'll be nice to see my family as well. Yeah, so catch up with them, so of course. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. congratulations to him. Yes, yes, Lonnie, congratulations. Kicking goals, bro. Kicking goals. Uh, you are indeed <laughs> very good. All right. Well, that uh, that's it for us. Sorry. You're just going to cut off my truth, beauty, and goodness. <laughs> oh, you haven't done it yet. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just cut in. <laughs> I apologise deeply. <laughs> Whoops. So my truth, beauty and goodness <laughs> for this week, because Padre's not going to ask. <laughs> Hi, Stina. What's your truth, beauty and goodness? <laughs> oh, dear. Mine for this week is actually um, a book that was more recently published by Dr. Edward Shree. It's called The Art of Living. It is beautiful and you can like – just absorb that stuff in hours. <laughs> He's just written an entire book on virtues and the practicalities of how to identify them, living them out and integrating them into your life, which like for virtue ministry is our jam. That's so your jam. That's your jam <laughs> Dr. Edward do. Shree, it's love you your work. Good Go job. Check that out. Good job. All right. Well, we, we might even keep a – there might be like an Amazon link or something that we can, yeah, we can we'll put in Yeah, we'll put a link into yeah. Dr. Yep. Shane's cool. book. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. So thanks for joining us for this week's episode. We will catch you again next week. But as always, know of our love and prayers. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Did you know that the Virtue Ministry team does speaking engagements? We do talks, workshops and keynote addresses at schools, retreats and conferences, both in person and online. We speak on character development, growth in virtue and relationships, and we are always open to speaking on a topic that you might need for your audience. Get in touch with Virtue Ministry through our website, virtueministry.org.au to make an inquiry. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. 
That will help others to find the podcast too. And join us over on our social media, Living Fullness on Instagram and Virtue Ministry on Facebook.